0: Hi, this is Dr. Bill Renner. I'm board certified in internal medicine and radiology. I'm honored to moderate a series of podcasts focused on evidence-based medicine and health and wellness with Dr. Alan Safdie. Dr. Safty is a world-renowned investigator and gastroenterologist. He's been the principal investigator in about 300 peer-reviewed clinical research studies and co-investigator in more than 900 clinical research uh, studies. Dr. Sapti. this is the third in our series of podcasts on vitamins. I just think it's such a great, a great topic. Today, I wanted to ask you, do, vi- do vitamins reduce our risk of cancer?
1: Yeah. You know, Bill, I think this is a fascinating series of discussions in regards to vitamins, and it's so important right now. Um, again, we need to look at our nutrients from food, not necessarily some supplements, uh, and if we look at, you know, studies that have been done, adequate intake of certain nutrients, and we can discuss those, has been associated with reduction in all-cause mortality, meaning heart disease, cancer, strokes, um, you know. So
0: just so all-cause mortality means uh, the cause for anyone's death, for if you put everyone together and uh, put the number of people who die. That's called that's called all cause mortality. Is that right?
1: Um, essentially, we we'd only look at five you know major causes. So look at five of these major ones. We don't look at accidents. We don't look at uh, suicides. Things like that. But we look at heart disease. We look at central nervous systems like strokes. We look at dementia. Um, we look at cancer. So you know those are our main we don't really look at infectious diseases in regards to that and if we look at adequate intake of um, certain nutrients not by vitamins but by diet there was a decrease in people dying from those causes when the nutrient source is foods not when the nutrient source was a pill um and so that's one of the things that I want people to take away as a significant point in regards to these podcasts, is as we talked about before, vitamins are a minuscule amount. You know, the listing of vitamins that we have right now is not that many vitamins that we have. You know, we have our B vitamins, we have vitamin E, we have our fat soluble vitamins, um, but these are things that are minimal compared to the phytochemical. Um, profile of a thousand different phytochemicals or many thousands of phytochemicals that come from the plant kingdom so you know certain things we've looked at in regards to excess calcium intake actually was associated with an increase of cancer death Um, and and that was an older study Um, but it was
0: published in the Annals of Internal Medicine a uh, well-reviewed peer-reviewed study So, didn't I I read a study saying that uh, vitamin, uh, both vitamin C and vitamin E may have been increased, uh, may be associated with increased uh, lung tumors? Is that correct?
1: Not that I've seen with vitamin C, but vitamin E, vitamin E has had for many years, many, many years ago, we looked at 400 international units and 800 international units of vitamin E supplements, which you could buy in any drugstore. And there was up to a 10, depending on the study you looked at, 10% all the way up to 20% increase in mortality, taking these higher doses of vitamin E. So if you're taking them, take them under a physician's guidance. Um, you know, if we looked at you know, dietary supplements, there was a previous study of 27,000, about 27,000 US adults um, starting at age 20 and older, and researchers in those studies assessed whether adequate or excessive nutrient intake was associated with death or whether some food versus supplement had an effect on the associations. And they found that, you know, adequate intake of vitamin K and magnesium by diet were associated with lower risk of death. And one of the things getting back to yours, vitamin you know, adequate intake of vitamin A, vitamin K, and zinc, again by diet were associated with lower risk of death. Um, excessive calcium by supplement and, and very high doses were higher risk. Um, but what we're looking at is all these associations were from foods, not from supplements. Um, so calcium intake from food actually absolutely no increased risk. Um, and the decreased
0: risk came from foods. So if you want to, so, de- so what you're saying is really we should take we should get our vitamins and hopefully much of our supplements from our diet, not from supplements. Is that is that correct?
1: That's correct. I mean, there's certain things you may need. You may need B12 as you get older. You may need and again do that under physician's guidance because depending on the route of administration of B12, depending on why you have B12 deficiency, uh, vitamin D again do it by monitoring your 25 hydroxy vitamin D levels. I have mine monitored every year um initially i had knew what my peak and trough levels were so the end of the summer i checked it and then at the end of the winter i checked it again to see do i need more in the winter than i do in the summer um so you know what we need to look at is you know getting adequate amounts of these phytochemicals not just these other things from your diet um not necessarily from supplements so there's you know there's pros and cons um, of taking diets, and you know there's certain supplements that you could take that may reduce. They're not necessarily vitamins, but some of these supplements boost uh, or boast cancer-fighting uh, properties. Flax seeds, uh, again, not by supplement, um, and they're found in certain cereals and breads, and you know you can get these. And there's been some association. Um, you know, M.D. Anderson pointed out flax seeds contain high levels of omega-3 fatty acids and may counter the effects of chemotherapy. Uh, garlic, there's been lots of studies on garlic for many years, highly touted as an anti-cancer effect. Not much downside to taking garlic. Um, you know, it has...
0: Except for your breath or if you're
1: dating, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been many years since I've been dating. Um, <laughs> so, you know, garlic appears to have biological underpinnings. Um And there was a study, I can't remember exactly when, in biomedicine and pharmacotherapy in regards to that. And, you know, garlic may have some basis in that adequate amount of selenium, not by supplement, um, but it boosts a list of other neoplastic properties um, other than just being an antioxidant, uh, maintains DNA stability, you know, stimulation of DNA repair, you can get selenium by lots of different mechanisms within your diet. Um, so, what, what are some of the foods that are in selenium that have selenium? Selenium occurs naturally in soil. Um, and the amount varies geographically. Uh, hopefully we haven't. Um, but, you know, breads, grains, meat, poultry, fish, eggs, especially nuts. Uh, Brazil nuts have a tremendous amount. Um, uh, adequate amounts are in your multivitamin if you happen to be taking that. Curcumin, which is one of the things I've been uh, interested in for years, um, it's found in the spice turmeric. um, And it's received plenty of attention. Uh, Agarwal, Greg Anderson, um, I mean Gregory Cole, uh, have all written about this. And not only in regards to cancer, but in regards to preservation of the central nervous system. But several studies have reported curcumin's anti-tumor effect on breast cancer, lung cancer, head and neck cancer, prostate cancer, brain cancers, Um, you know, safety efficacy. Again, discuss that with your physicians. Uh, And, you know, we did talk about the benefits of vitamin D uh, in regards to certain things. But observational studies, um, you know, when we look at people compared to latitudes northern latitudes have more autoimmune disease and certain increased risk of cancer so vitamin d um, may have an anti-neoplastic effect meaning anti-cancer effect the nih supports the possible anti-neoplastic effect of vitamin d so you know the bottom line is you know certain things may benefit you vitamins per se may not Um, nutrient dense foods uh, containing essential vitamins and minerals and fiber are really important in your diet. It's not an option not to have a nutrient dense diet. You know, please make sure you get these phytochemicals and other things that you need. And as I mentioned before, the vast majority or almost all come from the
0: plant kingdom. Uh, Well, that was a great discussion, Alan. Uh Let's keep talking about vitamins. Let's do this for our next podcast because I'd like to hear you talk about the vitamin C and vitamin D, uh, K specifically because there's a, a lot of press about those. Uh, if anyone, if you like our podcast, uh, please be sure uh, to uh, tell your friends about it and subscribe uh, to our podcast. Um, thank you, Alan. Thanks, Bill. Take care of yourself.